0: This is the Loud Pedal Podcast with Chris Stubbs and Lee Holdsworth. Well, the title has been wrapped up for 2020. That means there's one race left to go and it's the big one, Bathurst, and we can't wait. Hello and welcome to another special edition of the Loud Pedal Podcast. Chris Stubbs with you. Lee Holdsworth is alongside Lee. Mate, where in the world are you this week? We ask you that every week and it's a different answer, but you're in the car, so you're on the way somewhere.
1: Well, oh, I'm actually, I'm with the Dolphins again on the GC. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the home base for, uh, for at least another, another week before we head to Bathurst. So beautiful being up on the GC this time of the year, that's for sure.
0: Good stuff. Well, today, the champion elect and defending Bathurst winner, Scotty McLaughlin, will join us. You can't talk Bathurst without talking to a seven-time winner at Mount Panorama, Craig Lowndes. Boys, welcome to you both. Scotty, a three-time Supercars champion. How does that sound?
2: Uh, it feels awesome. G'day boys. Um thanks for having me on. But um yeah, no, it feels feels fantastic. Just uh, it's a big it's a big bigger relief than I probably thought it was gonna be sort of head into Bathurst this year, I think with the way that the the championship's sort of carrying out and um you know with Bathurst was you know the most points we were gonna play for basically all year and um, with the code drive is two and no laps. I think oh, the most, you know, my, my most happiest person I've been around uh, in the world at the moment has actually been Tim Slade. He's actually a lot, lot more calmer, a <laughs> lot more chilled out uh, and excited for what's ahead. But um, yeah, look, very, uh, very proud of everyone after what's been a pretty crazy year. Hey, Scotty,
1: first of all, congratulations, mate, um, especially on doing three in a row. Uh, which one was the most special?
2: Uh, thanks, Halsey. Uh, 2018 was very special because it was, you know, that was the first one, and uh, we went down to the wire the whole way through. Um, 2019 was special just with the dominance we had, but I think this one, like, I feel like as a as a, for me singly, the 2018 I loved because it was just my first individual, like, had a had a win, it was fantastic. I think 2020 as a team was probably our best, just the way that. We went through, you know, different format changes and um, not knowing what tracks to go to. It was the same for everyone, but we always had a car that was there, thereabouts. And it showed and, you know, the format that we had, we didn't have as much points, but we were able to still win by the before, you know, the last round. And I think that's a testament to the team and how consistent we were throughout the year.
0: Craig Lowndes only the very best, win three championships in their career, don't they? Um, are you a bit like Tim Slade? Are you feeling a bit of relief now that the title's over, even though it didn't go the way of your teammate, Jamie Winker?
3: Yeah, thanks, Dubs. Yeah, I think, look, at the end of the day, um, for me, going to Bathurst was always going to be about the win because, uh, you know, you ask Jamie, Jamie wants to win a championship. I've always wanted to win a Bathurst, um, hence why he's had sort of seven. I've had seven, but either way. But uh, it really is... Um, uh, one of those things that's, you know, as co-drivers, especially this year, it's been obviously well documented that we've had really lack of seat time, Um, you know, like Tim and everyone else, myself. I know, like, GT's in Darwin at the moment with, I think, about seven other drivers quarantined getting ready to come back down into Queensland. So, uh, you know, for me, the focus was always going to be about trying to get the win. And, you know, we, we were there, sort of there, there and abouts last year, but, um, but you it know, wasn't to be. And we all know how big Bathurst is. So if, you, if you don't watch motor racing, you watch Bathurst, it's the grand final. It's the Melbourne Cup. It's the AFL NRL grand final. And uh, for me, I've always taken it that way.
0: Did you ever miss a plane after a championship? Uh, <laughs> final
3: I reckon the only time I would have missed a plane would have been 96 after winning Bathurst for the, fine, for, for the first time. Uh, Greg Murphy and I were asleep in pit lane because the um, the PR promoter decided to do some things about eight o'clock the next morning, which I think we had about 40 minutes sleep, uh, and luckily enough we drove back to Melbourne. At that point, we never we never never flew anywhere, but we slept the whole way back.
0: I think, <laughs> actually, I think I won't say which one of the other boys in this call. But someone sent me a picture of Scott, either asleep or passed out at the back of the garages last year. I think on <laughs> the morning after that. Would that be right, Scott?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone on those calls did that as well. But yeah, no, no, look. Um, yeah, geez, it wasn't my finest moment Monday morning after telling Ben. That was for sure. <laughs> hey, I,
1: don't, I, I just got to point out, out this moment. I think it's pretty special that uh, we've never had this on the loud pedal before. Between us three drivers, we've got six championships. So that's uh, that's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> we six going. Between the four of us as well, you realise. Well, we do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell us about the celebrations, Scott. They obviously were quite quite large and, uh, and long.
2: Yeah, I think it got pretty crazy because we were, we were just so excited because we, just, we, we did something that we didn't think was possible on, you know, tail and bend. Like we thought maybe we could have got into a position where we were in a better spot for Bathurst. But to have it wrapped up was something that, sort of just come out of the blue. And, you know, the best parties always happen when you don't have any planning. So, sort of, you know, all the boys were pretty excited. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, I was the only one, though, in the squad that missed the flight. Everyone else made it, made the 6am burner home. But, um, yeah, I, I was well worth it. I, uh, I, I enjoy it. I, I had a great time. Uh, good time, sort of just uh, chilling out the boys, reminiscing of the year and, um, you know, getting ready for the big one, obviously.
1: Yeah, Scotty, I would have thought that this year... Uh, given that it was a you know shorter championship, um, there's been a lot of challenges this year. Would have thought this this would have been the hardest championship to win. So I think it's uh, it's pretty impressive that you've won it. Um, you know, going into Bath you've already wrapped it up. So what, would you agree? Is it the
2: hardest one? I think yeah. I think it's it's the hardest one logistically and for the team. I think there's been no obviously testing. There's been no, um, and it's the same for everyone. Um, but I think. Like I said before, as a team, we were able to uh, win a championship with less points on offer in regards to like the hundred points. There's less between the positions, so to be able to get to a point where we were, you know, a full round ahead uh, is a testament. Like I said, to the consistency and stuff, and, and what we were bringing week after week. We went through some troughs as well, where you know Townsville, I had I really had nothing in qualifying, and and Townsville won and. We had to turn that around and come back, and we come back stronger and won, you know, a, a race there and a, f- a few podiums, you know, and that um, that for me was a testament to the crew and the people that we've got, to you know, regardless if we're on the road or not, to never give up and continue on, and um, yeah, r- really proud, really proud.
0: Scott, who's the harder phone call when you miss a plane, Roger Pensky or Carly?
2: No, Carly, hands down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't tell Roger, but he'll find out now, I guess. I heard he listens the loud pedal all the time. Yeah, yeah of,
0: course he <laughs> does. of course he does. Who doesn't?
2: <laughs> yeah, he finds time somewhere.
0: <laughs> um, boys, what are you doing? How do the preparations work? It's um, still a little bit of time to go. CL, you, you do your annual um, camping trip. Yourself and, and Lara um, make that a real feature. Are you still able to do it this year with coronavirus?
3: Uh, well, we're going to be driving down with the caravan for sure, but it's going to be more of a direct run down. So leave next Monday week, get there Tuesday, um, and post Bathurst we're going to have to quarantine to come back to Queensland. So for us, I think we're going to delay the, the sort of the run down. So it's going to be a little bit of a rush into the weekend of what we normally have done the last sort of eight years. But uh, in saying that, we've been fortunate enough to be coming home in between races as well. So it hasn't sort of been as like the Victorian teams at all Lee on the Gold Coast. So we're quite lucky in that regard, but uh, in the lead up, I'm actually sitting in the workshop. Uh, we're going to have a pre-brief about Bathurst. Obviously, uh, Jamie's got to put on a bit of weight. I've got to try and lose a little bit of weight to get in the seat, but um, other than that, do some driver changes. As Scotty said, like the, the limited time and the test days means that like teams just can't practice that stuff. So we're doing a lot of, as much as we can now in the, in the workshop and uh, get sorted before we do leave to head, head south.
1: You know, one of the hardest things is, is for me, like I've been in the workshop today and Will and Cam have been doing driver change practice, Brock and James. and um, but, but for me, Caruso doesn't actually arrive into Bathurst until the Monday out of quarantine, straight out of Darwin. So we can't practice driver changes until we get there. So that's, um, the, the, it throws up a lot of challenges, this stuff. And uh, I'm sure that, you know, it, it'll pay off, it'll pay some... Um, benefits that we've driven together before, but yeah, it'll still provide plenty of challenges to get over. Scott, you, you, You'll yeah. have
0: to, you, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Oh, here we in. go. Just, here so, we
1: you, go. Yeah. A height joke, eh?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Not a height joke. No, you're just going to pull yourself up. Oh, I remember when Scape did his ribs, I had to do like 80 laps consistently because he just popped his rib out. You're just going to have to do the whole race.
1: <laughs> oh, mate. We're not all legends like you, bouncy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, hey, I'm happy to do. I, I, I don't know, you know, having having these guys being um, in lockdown and, and not being able to get any laps, I don't know how race fit they're going to be. Maybe uh, Caruso might have to, have to lay off the pies before we get there.
0: <laughs> Scotty, what about you? Your preparations, mate? What are you up to? Uh, we've been, me and Slady have been
2: training a fair bit together. It's been handy because he's been on the Gold Coast. So we haven't been too, when I've been home, I've been able to, you know, we've got a gym here at the workshops. So I've been able to like train together. And so, sort of, you know, we know each other well from way back in the day, uh, when I was driving for SBR when I was younger and, um, we actually the same truck. I've known Slady for a long time. Um, very cool to be driving with him. I think he's, he's a great rooster and someone I've always got along with, but, um, yeah, I, I, I think uh, we, did, we did it on the week. On Wednesday, we're doing uh, some kart days. So we're out on our gearbox karts. And, oh, he hasn't got one. He's leased one, actually, off Michael Patrizzi, an old supercars racer uh, who owns a kart team now. So, uh, you know, I've got my kart with him and we do a, bit, a couple of KZ day Jamie's actually going to be heading out with, along with a few other guys as well. We sort of rent the track and have a few days of just driving something, you know. And for me, a go-kart is really physical. It's almost more physical than the race car. It is more physical. Um, it's, it's good for, you know, that race fitness and, um, yeah, which I really enjoy, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's preparation going well. Preparation, yeah, it's all good.
1: Any danger of, uh, of Sladey having his baby over Bath this weekend? Danny's 40 weeks pre- pregnant,
2: I think at the moment. Yeah. So he's literally like everything he says is like, yeah, I'll be here. Uh, pending baby. That's all he's <laughs> all the time. everything's like, I'll be here pending baby. So He's going to be a great dad, but um, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so hopefully, mm. happens for Bathurst and us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, new safety car rules. I'm sure you've all read down to the very fine points of that and what it involves. Um, your thoughts on it, Seal?
3: Uh, I'm in two minds, to be honest. I think Bathurst is a long enough event. We've seen in the past where you know, Jamie and Chaz and a, a number of drivers that have gone a couple of laps down or a lap down they've managed to strategize back into the game. Uh, if you've got a fast car and that, that's what Bathurst is now all about is making sure you've got a fast car. So I'm in two minds. I can see it. Cause I, I like, you know, we watched the NASCAR and everything else. It does allow teams, drivers, you know, if, if it's a driver error or a team error um, and you go, you do go a lap down or if you just ha- happen to have a flat that you just go a lap down and you get an opportunity to, to have the wild pass and, and get back onto the lead lap. And again, you're still going to need a fast car to make your way through the field. But um, I'm in two minds. I'm going to be interested to see how it unfolds. Um, I, I think, to be honest, hopefully we're not in that position we need that to use that wild card. But, uh, you know, if it does, I'll, I'll be really thankful.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Lee, what do you reckon? I, yeah, it, it, I, I tend to agree with Lansley on it because, um, yeah, I mean, in the past it has been, like, like um, CL said, you can get your lap back. Um, so, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I think... Sometimes seeing someone get a free kick um, who was out of the race and, and and comes back into it, um, even though, you know, they've had an accident or whatever, um, or or got a penalty for whatever reason, uh, I think can be a bit, a bit unfair, but, um, but it also provides, you know, a a better race, I think from the spectator point of view, because you'll have more on the lead lap at the end. Um, So yeah, but, but like Lounsey said, if it's, If it's me that gets the free kick, then I'll be very happy with the rule.
0: I reckon that's been that's the war of attrition. That's what Bathurst is, isn't it? You've got to be in it at the end. Everyone says about buying the ticket, and if even if it's not your fault, then that is that's the race, Scott. The only only thing I like about it, in some ways, if you
2: think about it, over the years, like the last stint or so, there's sometimes you have like a lap car in between the race guys going for the wins and stuff. Maybe that might be, for me, I agree with the, both the points, what CL and um, Lee said, but um, it may just clean up or tidy up the race a little bit and it allows us to have a proper battle uh, between you know the guys going for the victory at the end.
0: What have you got up your sleeve, Scott, for your motorhome this year? I think you were unofficially awarded the nicest uh, wheels in the paddock last year. What have you got up your sleeve for us? That
2: was a beautiful the motorhome, but unfortunately this year uh, tiffin don't want to uh, quarantine on the way home so uh, I'm, I'm actually gonna lean on dan who i've used his um he works for supercars uh he um he has a, a beautiful motorhome as well that i i, I uh, use i've used before so thankfully he had that spare and i was able to get a hold of it but i love staying at the track like these boys both do as well it's uh, ever since I saw my, my mate Lee Holdsworth did it a long time ago, I, I've always wanted <laughs> to do it ever since. So he's always had the biggest bus of them all, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Davo
0: stole that off me. O's now got Yeah. That off.
3: Yeah.
0: Where are you staying, mate?
3: Uh, yeah, well, we're going to take the caravan down, so we'll we'll check up. I think because now, now no truck parade and no other things that are going on. I think we're going to be um, you know basically parking up Tuesday afternoon and uh, getting ready and yeah, same sort of thing like. It looks like we're gonna have to quarantine now post race to get back to Queensland.
0: And Lee, this is big for you, isn't it? It's not only Bathurst, but you're almost home. Like you get to have the family back back in their own beds. Like that's the silver lining too, isn't it?
1: It's as close as I've been to home. Once I get to Bathurst, that's the closest yeah. I've been to home for about three months. So, it'll be um, it's it's sort of. It's a nice feeling knowing that we're going to be heading home straight after Bathurst and, and even better that the restrictions looking like they'll ease the day before we get home. So we're going to get home and we'll be, it'll probably be um, as we left, which was stage three, and we'll be wondering what, what everyone was complaining about. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're a
0: prick. You are a prick.
1: No, 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 no. I've heard it all <laughs> from you, mate. I know what you're going through. <laughs> um, no, it, it's gonna be great. I'm, I'm really looking forward to sleeping on my own be- bed and um, catching up with all our, our friends and stuff back down there. And, and just, uh, I'm sure there's gonna be plenty of work to do around the house as well. <laughs> it's probably all overgrown. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, Scott, the emotion of last year, crossing the line. How cool was it? How much of it do you remember? Was it like it happened yesterday?
2: Oh, absolutely. And I'm so glad that that period from basically the last lap safety car to getting out of the car, across like the line, get out of the car, the press conference, the party afterwards is before I really, you know, got into all the controversy and stuff, you know, and I, I, I'm so glad I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, it's, it's such an amazing feeling. I've watched so many times, Lounsey bringing it home, like cruising and and all that sort of stuff and and i've just always wondered geez that would be so sick to do and i'm still wondering that because i had buddy shane up up my clacker the whole whole way home so it was a bit nerve-wracking but um there's nothing like it it's it's honestly uh i always said that i wanted to win a bathurst you know over a championship if i could pick one of them and you know there's a reason for that it's just the feeling of winning that race um which would be quite different. Whoever wins this year, like it's going to be a hell of a different day any other year without the fans and stuff. But um, yeah, it's 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 such a unique, you know, part of the world.
0: Has it changed your life?
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I think it, I think a lot of people say that you know when you win Bathurst, it changes your life. I think it's one of the races, like Lounsey said. You know, people watch it like Melbourne Cup, and you know everyone knows you know the next day who won Bathurst and that's um that's something that's really cool about it a championship you sort of you know you get your um it's nice to be the reigning champ throughout the year but being the reigning champ of bath is something very special something very different
0: uh jack revolt he won't be there i assume this year given restrictions. so there'll be no singing mr brightside at 2am getting that on channel 7 news in melbourne
2: <laughs> no 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 i won't take control i probably won't even be at the after party this year but um uh, yeah, Jack is hopefully still going to be going for a premiership alongside the Bulldogs. Hey, Scotty, you had a it was a very dominant weekend
1: last year at Bathurst, but um, we we have to I guess bring up the controversy of the weekend. How would um what what would it mean to you now heading back there? I mean, you you've now tied up the championship, so it's all guns blazing. But would you still have been out to prove a point? Do you feel like you need to prove a point there going back this year?
2: Oh, I think you'd be lying if you said that you didn't want to come back stronger and um, and and have a you know prove a point. I guess you could say, but you know I'm uh, I'm fully content on knowing that I won Bathurst, which is and personally I can't ask for much more than that. I'm 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 proud of it. I'm never going to give it back. My 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 name's always going to be there, and um, that won't change. Uh, I, I'm sure that the public persona of the victory and a few other thing you're never going to change some people's uh, attitude regardless of how quick we were regardless of how many laps we had to do to get bring it home or what we had to do to bring it home but yeah look I'm I'm fully you know pretty pumped to come back there with another strong car hopefully um, and, and give it a good crack and if it, if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't it's just uh, you got to take the opportunity when it comes to you and we did and uh, I'm, I'm glad we did
0: qualifying that you're made for that aren't you? The top 10 shootout you you absolutely thrive under that moment the pressure don't you I,
2: I, I don't mind a shootout I love a shootout it's it's um I've, one thing I've never missed a shootout as a main driver at Bathurst before which I'm pretty proud of and I want to keep that going because that was um it's nothing better than two minutes of just you know Having a crack. Everyone goes, Oh, it's 161 laps tomorrow and you want to look after the cars or oh, bullshit. You just, you just <laughs> keep going and you have a massive crack at the awesome so true.
0: Yeah. Hey <laughs> CL for you, memories of, uh, of victories at the mountain and your, your celebrations and, and crossing the line. I mean, it's been a, a huge span of years and the races evolved so much from when you first did it to twenty eighteen. Uh
3: yeah, well it took ten years from my first one to my second one, from 96 to 06. So we all talk about the, the, the near misses and what could have been, and what should have been and uh, everything else. But I think it's, uh, as Scotty said, like you just go there and you just put it all on the line. And, and for me, the, the wins and the different styles of wins, like sometimes you go there with a dominant car and you just, everything goes right. Other things, you know, fuel strategy plays a part. Other times a bit of luck plays a part so it, it, you just never know and the beauty about for me for Bathurst is it doesn't matter where you qualify on the grid you still got an opportunity to win the race as long as you play your cards right and it's always that last couple of uh, stints in the car which Jamie will do and in uh, Scotty talks about being the main driver like it's, it's it is a bit frustrating sitting in the garage or standing in the garage now watching Jamie sort of do his part and hearing what goes on behind the scene and like you know I take you back to last year when we were leading and Scotty was behind us and then Roland's over in the other corner over here and he's here going like, just go flat out. And he's just yelling at Couchy. And I'm like, mm, I'm not sure that's the right decision. But it obviously often it <laughs> wasn't. But um, uh, yeah, it, it's one of those, it's an emotional race because you go up in your highs, you go down in your lows. But at the end of the day, if you just keep playing your part, you're going to be there and with the fight.
0: Was it the one that got away for you last year? I mean, every year's different, but, but that one, you were right in that.
3: Uh, oh, I'm going to say yes, of course. But um, uh, look, I think the fact was that if you look at it, uh, we did struggle a little bit with straight line speed against Scotty. So we weren't, but we weren't able to to conserve fuel as much as what Scotty did. Um, You know. track position is always going to play a key part, but we just didn't have the fuel consumption to do what what Scottie did. So we had to play the the, the ace card and uh, go hard and fast. I think the one biggest disadvantage for us that we didn't do is put tires on Jamie at the end. We put fuel on for him. He went out, he sort of started to come back through the field, but he was on the same quality tire as everyone else at the front. So there was no difference between us and them at the end, um, and look, you always look back on the ones that, that get away, or in hindsight, we should have done that. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, Scotty deserved it. And, uh, you know, we, we were we were fourth. And uh, as he said, Shane gave him a good hot run towards the end, which is what you want to see. You want to have that last couple of laps of, like, toe-to-toe, car, and that is, uh, you know, going across the top of the mountain. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you're gonna talk about the crowd, but, uh, you know, to hear the atmosphere across the top of the mountain is, is what we all do it for.
0: Mate, this will be massively different for you. No offence, Leroy, you might want to close your ears for a second. But for you and for Scott, the intensity and seeing the amount of people waiting out the back of the garage. Lee has heaps. But you guys have absolutely (laughs) truckloads. You do not have the fans there this year. That actually, Lousy, for you, I know know Lara works so hard on your schedule. Every minute is is planned and how you're getting from A to B to try and just minimise the impact on you. That's going to be a huge difference, isn't it?
3: Well, we've seen in the last couple of meetings now that, uh, you know, Taylor and Ben, we actually started seeing some crowd around in the cars, around around the outside of the circuit, which was fantastic. Unfortunately, they still couldn't get to us in the sense of the back of the pits. So the freedom to get around in the back of the pits is still going to be there. But, uh, yeah, the atmosphere, the, the lack of, you know, you know, doing a driver parade and all that, not having that atmosphere across the top of the mountain. Because it's one of the circuits you can actually hear the crowd at the start and the end of the race because they're they're elevated above you. So for me, that element is what I draw on. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be sad not to see that, which is the first time in my, what, since 94, when I first went there, that I'm not going to have that, that element. So it will be a shame. I think there's no doubt that we're going to have a crowd up to about four. But... Uh, I'm just happy that like I'll actually,
1: I won't have to wait in line that long now to get Lowndes' autograph. <laughs> He's a hard man to get to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm usually standing out there outside his caravan at night and banging yeah. on the door. Asking Knocking if- on the door. <laughs> <laughs> usually it's rocking though, so I don't... <laughs> uh, right. That's
2: on the door.
0: Last year we talked about a certain triple eight van rocking And I don't know that it went down so well with a a Kiwi triple eight driver So (laughs) leave the rocking van alone this time (laughs) Uh, Scott, um, for you, what what happens, um, I guess, after this year? How quickly are you out of there? What, What are your movements? I mean, you've got some big fish to fry Not just in the next couple of weeks
2: yeah, look, it's, uh, it's a bit of a whirlwind, so we'll probably, most likely, we're just working through that now, what we do, um, but go back to Sydney Sunday night, um, you know, catch up with the guys and stuff before we leave, and then um, head sort of straight to the, the airport overnight the night, and then I'm on a 10.30 uh, flight uh, to LA. Um, will you? Um, will you make it though? Will you be on
0: that? I will that?
2: make this one. Trust me, Stubbsy, I will not miss this one. So <laughs> this one has Roger Penske on the other end of it waiting for me. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, I've got I've to make sure I make this one.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, Scotty, back in, we were at Indy 500 back in 2016. On the down low, weren't we? <laughs> well, were on the down low. low. Yeah. On the down low with the, you were wearing a Penske hat. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you know back then that you might race IndyCar? I guess
2: the the passion for IndyCar was always there. I always sort of I never thought I'd even get a, a chance. I wanted to go to America and I've always wanted to do it, but I never thought they'd think of me as an IndyCar racer. I always thought you know and everyone else sort in the same way. So I thought I was sort of looking at that NASCAR route um, and it wasn't until sort of last year where TC and RP sort of said, Hey, do you want to, do you want to try IndyCar? Like, you know, we, we can easily put you in a, in, a, in a seat or at least, you know, see if you like it, go for a test. Um, go. For, initially it was a simulated test and then um, it sort of led to a couple of tests and uh, yeah, it was something that I was like, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the car is awesome. I followed, you know, as a Kiwi, I followed Scott Dixon um, for a number of years. And, you know, if anything, for me, open wheeler racing was more, uh, the the American open wheeler racing was more prolific in in New Zealand than it was um, then Formula One. So I I sort of, apart from supercars, I always sort of followed Scotty and his progress. But then obviously, you you know, the NASCAR stuff starts getting talked about. And if I'm honest, it was probably a more natural progression, um, but I'm so glad that I've had the opportunity to test and now going to be racing um, in St. Petersburg, an IndyCar, and trying something different because it's such a cool feeling for me, very new and fresh, and there's not a roof on my head. There's, there's, the car's very stiff, you know, you got aero-dependent, so different to what I'm used to, and it's quite refreshing. And yeah, that's what I'm really excited about. Do you
0: have any what, expectations what, for how you'll go?
2: I've got to be realistic. I think uh, yeah, we get one practice, um, one hour practice before qualifying on uh, Saturday. Um, and then I get a warm-up before the race. So it's not much practice time. And to be honest, I think outright speed-wise, that will come. And I've got some great teammates with data and, and obviously looking at their setups and stuff that I can sort of pick and choose what I want. But I'm going to have to just do laps in the practice to get used to it. Um, but like I said, I think the the one lap speed will be okay. But it's when the wheel to wheel combat happens, and it's going to be like you know all these different cars, knowing the spatial awareness of the car, front wing to rear wing, you know, side by side. That's where it's hard, you know, and and that's what I have to learn in and out laps. You know, so different to what we're used to um, over here, and what I'm used to with the tire. Like the tire comes up differently, so. Um, it's, it's gonna be a huge challenge. If I, like, I'd love to just finish the race, um, maybe a top 15 would be fantastic. Um, but, you know, anything better, I'd, I'd be stoked. But as long as I get as much as I can, do every lap I can, that, that's, that's the, the ideal and the focus.
0: You boys must be pretty proud of, of Scott and excited by what, what he's doing. Someone from our fraternity, from our Supercars family going over and, and, and taking on a project like this is pretty cool.
3: Well, well, I got the opportunity in 97 to be overseas um, through the Wilkinshaw side of it and, and, you know, I, you know, I love that fact of having an opportunity door open and uh, you know grabbing hold of it with, with two hands and, and embracing what the opportunity arises it's uh, you know it's very rare that you get sort of that opportunity here in Australia cuz we're we're basically on the wrong side of the world and uh, when something like that does open up you've got to grab it and go with it like look at the end of the day the worst thing that Scotty can do is come back and drive what he loves doing right now so it's a win win for Scotty and I think it's fantastic to see the opportunity He's right about the Kiwis that have just been such... Um, passionate motorsport enthusiasts about it and, and they've embraced their own. And then it's probably something that Australians haven't done enough of. Like, you know, uh, Mark Scaife went over, I went over, you know, Mark Webber made it, but he left Australia to go over. You know, you've got you got Dan Ricciardo now, um, Casey Stoner, like those guys, they all left Australia, based themselves in Europe, like where, where New Zealand people get right behind the Kiwi guys.
1: Yeah, I think it's fantastic. So I think Scotty's done an amazing job over here and he's earned every little bit of the opportunity that that he's uh, that he's been given to go overseas and, and see what he can do in IndyCar, and I really hope that that you do uh, great things over there, Scotty. And I hope that you're over there. I hope you get a, a great opportunity to do a full-time championship over there. Um, I think that it'll help open the door if Scotty um, is is successful over there, which I'm sure he will be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when when you open a door like that, I think it it makes people. Um, it, look to supercar and and see that as an avenue for other things not just tin tops not just nascar but but other forms of of motorsport and um, we've seen indycar drivers come over here and drive in supercars and but it's very rare to see supercar drivers go from supercar to indycar and i think it's going to be great to watch and um yeah really hope you do well over there scotty thanks mate Thanks, boys.
3: Yeah, I, I just wanted to add it. Lee rang me before and told me you're a pain in the ass, and we really want you to stay there and <laughs> you know, get an opportunity to win some races. Oh, that's normally yeah,
2: it. just when we're on the piss. That's it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think he's just excited and saying the nice stuff so he can line up and get some free tickets. That's what, yeah. I, that's what he's really
2: saying. Yeah, it's a proud moment for, like, you know, a, like a supercar racer to go over there because I think I agree. I think it uh you know, hopefully I do go well and you know, it does open, you know, it shows how good this category is because oh, Harley, uh, the, you know, we've got you know, the best drivers in the world, some of the best drivers in the world. So I'm, you know, yeah, that, that I'd love to try and showcase our product really well.
0: Do you have to have a, a full-time drive to go there full-time? Or if they said you can do some wild cards or we'll have you in some programs, maybe get you tested some NASCAR, would you go just for that? Uh, well, no, look, I'm
2: right now... Uh, the the St. Pete race is the only thing on the agenda. I've got a return flight home, and I've got a contract here for next year. So, um, but look, things change, and there's like a lot of things that will, uh, a lot of water to go under the bridge. Um, but we will uh, work that all out. I think, you know, I just I want to have the opportunity one day to be in America. I'd love to be there full time at one point in my career. Um, my wife's American. I'd love to have her with her family uh, for, for a little bit as well. And uh, she gave a lot up for me to come to Australia. So I, you know, want to try and do the same thing back. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, like I said, a lot of water to go under the bridge. But, you know, like I said, I always have said I'd love to have the opportunity one day.
0: So if you're asked to go, you would go? I
2: think I'd... I'd be yeah. stupid not to, you know, at least think about it. And, and of of course, I think, you know, it's a, it's an opportunity of a lifetime um, if I'm asked. But yeah, look, it's, so far, I've just got to, you know, focus on Bathurst, get through that and then worry about St. Pete.
0: Well, fingers crossed. And as long as any Scotty juniors keep an Aussie or Kiwi passport and are still associated with this part of the world, we'll be happy, I reckon.
2: Yeah. Uh, don't worry, I'm still going for the All Blacks no matter where I am in the world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey... Um, See, oh, you touched on it just before. Um, partnering up again with, with your mate Jamie, um, how intense does he get across the weekend? I remember on this special last year, you gave some insight into him measuring our KFC drive throughs to make sure that his uh, car wash was going to be absolutely millimetre perfect. And he's uh, it, pretty focused, isn't he? Is, it, is that the most impressive part about working with him?
3: Yeah, I think there's no doubt that, uh, and I've got, I've got to give you an update on the on the uh, the car wash side of it, which I'll tell you in a minute. But um, the the intensity of of the way he processes things, the way he he goes, away, um, his mannerisms of just he's, he for me, he reminds me a lot of of SCAFE because of you know I've worked with Scaife quite closely. Um, you know, he analyzes a lot of data. He, he likes to uh, you know sift through every little part of it and, and make sure that he doesn't doesn't leave any stone unturned. Um, you know, he gets annoyed, he gets pissed off um, if, if he's not going well. Um, I suppose we all do in that, that regard. But the good thing about, for me, where I see it between both Shane and Jamie is I, my driving style sort of adapts to both of them. So I can go either way. I know GT is obviously with Shane. Um, so for me, it's just the biggest thing right, right now at the moment that I'm more thinking about, I'm not worried about, but I'm thinking about is this bloody steering wheel. Um, it's got this GT style wheel that it has got buttons and crap everywhere. Um, I've got to learn how to drive it. Hopefully I don't have a moment across the top of the mountain where I'm looking <laughs> for the top of the steering wheel because it's <laughs> there's nothing there. Um, so for me, it, it's uh, you know it's exciting times. That's why, hence why I'm in the, in the workshop. I've actually taken a photo of the steering wheel. I should have sent it to you. Um, and every night I have a look at it and I try and mes- memorize where the buttons are all laid out. Uh, thankfully, the radio buttons are still in the same spot, but all the pit lane and all the other stuff that we've got to use um, is not, so, so I've got to get my head around that.
0: Is it, is it molded to his hands?
3: Or is yeah. it? It's molded. Oh, so he's not even
2: thinking of <laughs> it.
3: No, <again>. no, no. <laughs> he had, He had every G, uh, GT3 steering wheel here in the workshop. He had them spread all over, over the tables. He, had, he, he was sat there for hours feeling them and the jelliness and all that sort of stuff. And I think this one's the evolution four or five of when he first started. So, yeah, he, uh, so he, he's little. You yeah. won't just need a seat insert.
1: You'll need to put the, the steering wheel inserts on as well for your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't,
3: don't, <laughs> uh, actually, don't joke about that, Lee. We did talk about doing a steering wheel change. <laughs> no, <laughs> Oh, my
2: God. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: See oh, they got go? some practice up there in Townsville changing
3: uh, chains. Uh, oh,
2: bring the bus <laughs> wheel back out <laughs> yeah
3: well i had that out and and sorry to get back to you Stubbsy, about the update i spoke okay. to shana tail and bend and he said to me he goes um we were driving to a function to a sponsor and he goes uh we we're a little bit early so jamie went past the car wash and said uh, mate do you mind if we just go back again so he literally went back to the car wash he, he spoke to the manager he analyzed what they do how they do it almost had the tape measure out again and got everything, uh, all the stats for his.
0: Wow. <laughs> it's intense. So you're back with Jamie. Boys, I might put it to you first, Scott. All the drivers that have gone before us and that are currently uh, in the field, is there anyone in particular that you wish you could have or you could one day drive with?
2: Well... Uh, I I wanted a, a a main driver like a like a guy that just come off the main series. So I think if uh, I, I my number one on the list initially, like from, if I was going to change from Alex last year, was Timmy. Yeah. Um, if what I could have, could have anyone, ever? like
0: Murph or someone, would there be? There yeah. Are
2: you talking about like any past anyone, series? Yeah. You can have anyone ever.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Murph. Murph. Yeah. I'd love to have Murph. Murph in like o three o four era. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. And this, and and that engine too. Yeah, and those things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: and the sideburns for off track. <laughs> hey,
0: what about you, mate? Is there someone that you you would have loved to have had a spin around Bathurst with?
1: Ah, oh, look, I'm not just saying it because he's on the show, but Lounsey, I'd love I'd love to race with Lounsey and uh, and Murph. I think also, um, yeah, I don't think you can go past those two blokes as the Bathurst. Bathurst legends, you know, they're going to come home with a good result.
0: The minor would be Thomas Mazira, just so I could listen to him talk. No. (laughs) (laughs) That would be really (laughs) Um, What were your first impressions of Bathurst? Scott, what what year did you get there? Were you there earlier as a kid or as a fan at all?
2: Yeah, my first Bathurst was 2008. I haven't missed one since. Um, And... My first impressions, I guess, as a spectator, was just um, everything I dreamt of. Uh, watched the race since I was a little little boy, um, and then as a driver, it was first off very intimidating. Um, like uh, everyone talks about the elevation, but that was what it was for me. Was the elevation, especially going up into turn two, and you know, some of the stuff you can't actually tell how hilly it is on TV. Um, but then it, it, it genuinely takes you like three, four years as a driver to like build up to this place. Like it took me, I reckon, my last year DVS, my first year in the main game, where I genuinely felt comfortable doing a fast lap round there and not being like scared or underdriving area anywhere. So it's just such a unique, unique place.
0: Lousy, you? Yeah. First time? I mean, uh, in Bathurst.
3: Yeah, yeah, no. Well, the first time for me, I absolutely shit myself, um, yeah. you underestimate, as, as what Scotty said, like the elevation gradient going up and going down the hill. Um, and, and to be honest, you really don't know it enough until you're yet yeah, two, three years into to going there. And I think for me, it, was, it wasn't was the time that Brock actually sat me down and actually took me a lap of the track to understand how to position the car, to flow the car, not to overbrake the car, because um, you just really need the flow of it, across, especially across the top of the mountain, which is the part I love the most. And from that point on, you become comfortable within yourself that you're not going to hit or crash into the wall because you, you, every lap, you just, you're almost like a little bit of a pioneer because when you're first trying to find the limits of the car and the corners and extract everything out of it, it's so damn hard. And, and you're so focused on the corner behind you like a turn two, but then you're going up into the, into the cutting. And you've got to think about how you're going to approach the cutting and then you get out of the cutting and then you got to go on to Solomon and you forget about what happened at the cutting and then you just, you just got to keep up to speed with what goes on. And I think for me, the experience of, of knowing the place is probably what's going to put hopefully us in good stead, knowing that we've had lack of track time. Um, but it, it is one of those moments. And, and I remember when we broke Murph's like two minutes, 6.8 lap. 2010, it was like an amazing feeling because you know at that point you're the fastest car around the place and then Scotty to do it, uh, you know, last year and the year before, there's just it's a, an amazing feeling knowing that you've extracted the best out of that perfect lap.
0: Lee, well, when did you first get there, mate?
1: Uh, my first year was 2004. I drove with Mark Noski and before I got there... Sorry I about never... that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was that you, was it? <laughs> <laughs> um and uh and i remember the the first experience i had there i i had never ever driven a lap of bathurst and it was in a supercar straight out the gate and um but i was lucky i had um ryan mcleod was was my team manager in my uh in the smith trucks development series team that i was driving for and he uh he took me up there a couple of weeks before the event in a high car and he went to one of the flag points, um, it was a, it was through the week. So there was traffic on the road <laughs> and he stood as a spotter for me with our, we had our, 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 phones on loudspeaker. So he was talking me through the lap, telling me whether there were any cars coming through from the other way. And, uh, and I was wow. going full noise, uh, <laughs> full noise, trying to trying to drag <laughs> a lap out of this, um, this high car. And as I came down through the dipper, I'm halfway down, fully committed coming down the hill. And he says, "Car
0: coming the other way, <laughs> coming the other <laughs> way up through the dipper."
1: So, uh, oh, yeah, my that, God, that was pretty funny. But I thought if if that doesn't scare you, um, then nothing does. But <laughs> um, it's one of those places where uh, you, like, like Glansy and Scotty said, you you have to have so much confidence in the car. You 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 literally have to be at one with it, and and you have to be thinking three, four corners ahead all the time because. If you get, if you extract the most out of one corner, it, it, you may have just sacrificed the next. So um, there's a heap of sacrifice corners and getting the momentum going up the hill, it all starts from basically, um, well, turn one, because if you don't get a good run out of turn one, it's it sort of, it's, uh, it's hard to, to set yourself up for a good lap. So it's, um, yeah, you really, you, you don't learn the track for a long time, like the boy said. And, um, and every year I feel like you still just pick up something that you that you didn't pick up the year, the year before and sometimes it takes a mistake or something to realize what you what you can do through that corner um and once you've done it once and and realize you're not gonna you know stick it in the fence on the exit you do it time and time again and then you, you wonder why you weren't doing it before
0: did you get the deposit back on the higher car
1: <laughs> uh, we we did yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know that the tires were too flash afterwards but um <laughs> Hey, that was how we used to treat hire cars back in the day. Now we're so, we're just so gentle on them now. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Was, they're Ford cars. We look after those Ford cars. Really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: They're, they're too good to, you know, be trashing around. <laughs>
0: has, it <laughs> cro- has it crossed your mind, Scott, that we'll, we'll almost wrap up in a minute. I know you, you've you all got big commitments this week, so I appreciate your time. Has it crossed your mind this could be your last Bathurst, at least for, for a while, Scott? Um... No, 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 not really.
2: No, it's been one of those things where, regardless of um, you know what you know what happens next year or whatever, I still yeah you know, still think I'd, I'd love to come back and 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 do something. Um, you know, so whatever that sort of happens for for me next year, I'd still love to come back and and be a co-driver if that was a, you know a cool thing to do. So. Um, pretty sure the IndyCar calendar sort of worked out for that as well. So I would fully be open to it, absolutely.
0: And Roger's decision with with the future, we know we're expecting that after Bathurst. That, that doesn't impact you and any potential moves to America Bear now or in the future?
2: Uh no, not not that I know of. Like like I said, nothing's sort of been decided as yet. Um, you know, I've still got a contract with this team, uh, in Australia and and that's sort of how it is at the moment, but as we all know, things can change pretty quickly in the sport, and, and uh, you know it's, it's it should be all good.
0: Throwing the party line, Megs uh, in the commercial department looks after the media request Would we'll be very happy with your performance. Just then, Scotty McLaughlin. <laughs> uh, now, who wins the uh, who wins the uh, the big one at Bathurst? Uh, take yourselves out of the equation, um, CL for you. Who who's the winner this year?
3: Uh, that's a good question, um...
0: and you can only give me one.
3: One it's time. hard
2: to take yourself out of it. You've got to have some sort of belief <laughs> about yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, like,
3: we're all going to play it. it. Yeah. You we're know all,
0: all in the mix, but who I'd are you almost, worried about then? Who are you worried about?
3: I'd, I'd almost go, like, Will Davison, obviously coming back into the Tickford family. I think that, uh, you know, he's the last of the the, the, the sort of the non full time drivers. So I reckon he, Cam, will be a good cook combination. Yeah.
0: Scott, yeah,
2: I agree. I agree with CL. I think they're going to be. Cam and Will. Will's always fast at Bathurst. Cam's always fast at Bathurst. I, I, and Tickford are always fast. So I genuinely think that they are probably one of uh, the favourites.
0: Lee, as the host, you've got to now give me a different name. You can't just say <laughs> the same thing as them.
2: Oh.
1: Um, yeah, look, I was, I was committed to saying Will and Cam because I think Cam is, is seriously on form at the moment and, and got something pretty special going with his car. Um, and and then like the boy said well he's going to be fast so I don't know um, apart from those guys there's just so many there are so many names that could win this race and that's what's so awesome about it um, you know I, I you, you can never discount triple eight they're always there at the end um, and you know so CL um, I'm sure his experience is going to pay off up there um, as it does every year and um Honestly, so hard to pick one. I mean, Scotty's going to be super quick there. We all know that. Um, and Sladey's going to be quick as well. So, yeah, mate, I'm sorry. I can't give you anyone else. Do
3: <laughs> hey, you want to give the whole field, mate? <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty
1: much.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: pretty much. <laughs> uh, uh, I've got a question for both, for both Lee and Scotty. For Lee, do you name your cars like Jamie does? And you said Cam was quite, you know, getting familiar with his car. Does he name his cars? And Scotty, would you buy your last if you won the, if you won Bathurst this year? Would you buy your car? <laughs> well, no. I'll start
1: with I'll start with my answer. Um, <laughs> I don't know whether he's got a, a name for his car. I know he likes to cuddle it at night and give it a bit of monster <laughs> energy as of a nighttime. Not um, <laughs> even like your old and you're
2: plugging it. That's
1: big, <laughs>
2: oh, mate.
1: You know, I'm a team player here.
2: Yeah, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, would, I would definitely buy my car, Lounsie. I'd love to, or have some sort of deal to have one of them. Uh, but this one would be pretty special.
0: Hey, yeah. Lee, if you win and become a Bathurst champion, will you do something outrageous, like shave your head?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll do it the
2: night after the race, I promise.
1: <laughs> like I said to you last year, if, if I win, I'll do a nudie run that night down the lane. <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm 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 going Sunday night, so I won't need to see that. So that'd be good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll send you some
2: photos, mate.
0: Oh god, no On that note, we might wrap up uh, this special edition of the Loud Metal Podcast. Guys, all the best of luck to all three of you and your co-drivers. Safe passage. Thank you heaps for your time today, Scotty. We know you're under the pump. You all lay You got heaps on. Uh, we really appreciate the insight.